Passing a group of teenage girls skipping rope, she took her favorite place in the schoolyard next to a brick wall warmed by the afternoon sun. Her experienced eyes scanned the large yard for the occasional dispute or other potential problem. Finding none, she concentrated her attention on the solitary 13-year-old, daydreaming on the other side of the schoolyard. Bettina seemed content enough as she leaned against the iron fence, though she would occasionally gaze at the clusters of girls nearby. After six weeks at St. Bernadette's, the girl still hadn't made any friends. She was a shy student who did not raise her hand in class to be called on and never had to be reprimanded for talking. Although the youngest in her class, she was more physically developed than the other girls. Perhaps, Sister Purissima thought, it was her premature development that set her apart. The idea of a child trapped in that ripe body worried Sister Purissima. She was pragmatic. It was a far easier task for the devil to enlist weak, immoral men to corrupt pretty girls than their plainer sisters. She was also aware that the other teachers treated the girl differently. It wasn't, she thought, that nuns who dedicated their lives to God would ever knowingly mistreat the child. But she had overheard three of her fellow sisters discussing Bettina. After all, Sister Angelica had said, wasn't our Lord himself born a Jew? But Sister Angelica had also suggested that Bettina's eyes seemed to conceal something sinful, wicked, and the others quickly agreed. Too quickly, it seemed to Sister Purissima. She liked the child. Bettina was a good student who turned in her work on time with lovely penmanship, not like most students who came to them from the public schools. Sister Purissima recalled the day she met Bettina Berenson. It was the third day of school. Formal admissions had been completed months earlier. Her afternoon tea had been interrupted when the lay administrator requested she speak to a woman waiting in Mother Superior's office. Normally, teachers were not called upon to handle these things, but Mother was meeting with the Monsignor that day, and because of her age and seniority, she was next in line. Mrs. Berenson had insisted it was an emergency. Sister Purissima instantly disliked the strident-voiced woman. She reminded Mrs. Berenson, politely but firmly, that St. Bernadette's was a Catholic high school. There were no provisions for children of other faiths. Has your daughter expressed a desire to convert? Sister Purissima had asked the woman. Absolutely not, Mrs. Berenson had assured her. Then why would a Jewish family choose to send their child to a Catholic school? We own a bar, Mrs. Berenson had explained. Customers pay too much attention to her, and they give her money to run errands. Then instead of doing her chores and helping me like she should, she runs off to the movies. Mrs. Berenson had also implied that Catholic schools beat children into submission, as if she or the other good sisters would strike a child. Over her many years as a teacher, she had spoken with scores of demanding parents, but Mrs. Berenson sorely tested her patience. In the end, it was not anything the abrasive woman had said that convinced Sister Purissima to make an exception. It was Bettina herself, and the book she held in her hand. What are you reading, Bettina? Sister Purissima had asked. Vanity Fair by Thackeray.
she answered softly in that unlikely, throaty voice. Do you like to read? Yes, ma'am. I love to read, Bettina had said. Tina's always got her face in a book, and I'm left with all the work, her mother had whined. Sister Purissima had ignored the unpleasant woman. Yes, Sister Purissima, or yes, sister. Not ma'am, Bettina. And I'm very happy to hear that you enjoy reading. Nowadays, too few young ladies read. Have you read anything by Pearl Buck? The Good Earth, or perhaps one of her other works? The quiet girl's eyes opened wide. I did, Sister Purissima. I've read every book she's written that's in our library, she said, in a manner too startled to be a boast.